0: I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY in the University
1: of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBocher, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Well, hi, hello, and welcome to another edition of Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust, as always joined by Karaski Melvin, and on tonight's show. Hey, softball coach Jerry Glasgow talks about how this team performs in the postseason. We'll hear from one player who's glad to be back on the field and contributing.
0: Also Cajun baseball entering the final week of the regular season as they play, well they will play Nichols and then finish up the season with a matchup with Little Rock at the Teague.
1: Also an encore performance of my conversation with head basketball coach Bob Marlin as he discusses the season and the future. But first things first. Cajun softball taking care of some business. Cajun softball always in the postseason conversation, whether it be as a regional or super regional host or just a regional participant. This team is no stranger to winning in the postseason as we saw this week in the Sunbelt Tournament.
0: And head coach G- Jerry Glasgow talked earlier in the week about the win over Troy, about how this team is playing some of its best softball at the right time. And some of that has to do with the return of Raina O'Neill, who hit a homer in that contest, and her leadership.
2: Well, we're really in a good place as a team right now. And so that showed today, and I'm proud of that. I was really proud of Sam's performance on the, on the mound. I thought she come out in her first tournament game, first postseason game at Louisiana, and pitched how we expect her to pitch. I thought she set the tone in that first inning, really give us a great first inning. Uh, extremely proud of Raina. She did it again today. Two for two, three RBIs. Um, a big hit there to keep the momentum going our way. And then just great to have Raina back with her veteran leadership and uh, you know one of our captains and everybody looks up to her and. It just really helped us to have her back out on the field. Uh, throughout the lineup, up and down, they just kept hitting the ball, kept hitting the ball, and we were able to get uh, Piscos out with her injured knee. Uh, we were able to get her rest. Mayu, always proud of her. She steps from second to behind the plate, doesn't miss a beat. Let's uh, let's a freshman pinch hit for. Her. Positive in the dugout as always. Just a special a special team right now with a bunch of special players, and they're they're really playing really well.
0: Honestly, it's fun. Everyone. Looks to me for help sometimes, and I enjoy that. And they're everyone's really enthusiastic, and they're ready to play. So I'm always here to give advice.
2: Then it just fires our kids up to see her having. You know, she's not. She didn't just miss this season. She was got hurt the sixth six game of last year, missed the whole year, and then come back. And everybody was excited for her to gets hurt the 12th game of the year, and then missed the whole. And when you have that phenomenal leader, and you can tell she's a special. She's a special person. Besides, a great athlete, and then you get her swagger back out on the field and see her having fun. I think that was her third home run since she came back last week. Uh, she's got off to a phenomenal start. It just fires everybody up. So, we need that's the kind of momentum we need at the end of the season.
1: All right, still to come on the show Raging Cajun Baseball will play just four more regular season games as, and continue. To work to impress that selection committee.
0: When we get back, Coach Matt Deggs will talk about what is important when it comes to getting that postseason bid. We're back on Inside Cajun Nation. Now's your time to get a snack. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
1: Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George. He's Kuraski. and as always, we continue talking region Cajun athletics this time we're talking baseball.
0: Well, George, while softball is playing in the postseason, the regular season rolls on for Louisiana baseball. The Cajuns started the week against the Rice Owls in Houston. Louisiana's offense shined, putting 23 runs on the board in the two game sweep and that was after a three game home sweep of the UT Arlington Mavericks.
1: They're hot. They're hot right now for the Cajuns. That's right down the stretch. Every game is some kind of important. The regular season ends next Saturday at home. However, the recent performance by Louisiana can get you noticed towards the end of the year during tournament time.
3: No matter how you do it, they don't, they don't sit enough in the room at the end of the year of the selection committee and, and asked by how much. It's just, you know, did they win at home, did they win on the road, what their Q1s and Q2s looked like, how they finished in their last 10. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're playing with a different set of pressure on us than a lot of other teams uh, just because there's not a lot of margin for error. And so I'm proud of the way our guys handle that and handle themselves.
1: All right, so Karraski, a lot of pressure on the Cajuns with regards to kind of impressing the selection committee. I think they've done a whole lot because we know the Sunbelt Conference now, it's going to be a, multi-team, a multi-bid team multi league this year, according to Coach Deggs over the previous few weeks. He's been talking about how they're probably going to be two, three teams, maybe maybe more, depending on uh, how the selection committee goes, being, being selected into this tournament. I think the Cajuns, he said... You know, they finished top two, one, two. Uh, they're probably, there's no doubt about it, they'll get into the tournament. You finish three, you start getting yourself into a little bit of a uh, you got to impress that committee. And that's what they're trying to do with this this streak that they're on uh, with four games remaining in the season.
0: And absolutely recently they've shown that they can win coming from behind. They can win with the offense. They're definitely putting together those wins and showing that they can win in different kind of ways. Coach has said it may not be pretty, but it will get you to the pay window. So that's real it. quick note on softball with yeah. their current performance regional, yes or no?
1: Oh, absolutely! You know they'll they'll be they'll be somewhere. We know that uh, Sunday night uh, they're 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 finding out where where they're going to be heading. Probably if they get to host a regional, we'll 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 have all that information. So we're looking forward to that. The Cajuns should have um, uh, an opportunity. To, to win a regional, it's going to be difficult. A lot of guys, a lot of experts I've talked with about softball this season think, seem to think that the Cajuns are kind of a, a regional team this year. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to win a regional. That just means a lot of them think the experience level was at the beginning of the year, they were real young, and we saw it on the field. Uh, a lot of uh, mistakes. Uh, They were able to kind of parlay that into the Sunbelt Sunbelt Tournament and take care of some business, winning some games there, taking care of business there, and and, and doing what they needed to do to kind of uh, set themselves up for maybe a postseason run. Look, it's been a while. The last time they played, um, let's see, it was uh, the year of the pandemic. When it first hit, they were the number one ranked team in the RPI. They were the national champs of the RPI. Uh, so they had an opportunity to go into that postseason that got canceled uh, as the number one team, and they would have hosted a regional for sure, super, been a top uh, top seed, uh, I guess it's top eight seed uh, to host a regional uh, and then a super regional. So um, I like their I like their chances this year. They've, they've matured a ton, and I think that's the biggest difference you, you see with, uh, with this team is that they, 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 from the start to the finish right here, uh, is that their maturity level has exceeded uh, uh, expectations at this point.
0: They certainly played some top flight ball in recent days.
1: Absolutely, no doubt about it. Hey, coming up next. I'm going to sit down with head basketball coach Bob Marlin as we wrap up the season.
0: And as they sit together, coach Marlin talks about his return for the right next season. And what's next for the Cajuns inside Cajun Nation continues after this.
1: Welcome back to inside Cajun Nation. George Faust alongside. The head men's basketball coach for the Raging Cajuns, Bob Marlin. Coach, thanks so much for the time, taking some time to talk
3: a little hoops with us. My pleasure, George. Good to catch up.
1: Absolutely. Let, let's let's start, with, start with the end. <laughs> Isn't that one of the seven things, points of leadership? Start with the ending in mind. <laughs> uh, let's talk about how, how the season ended. Obviously, uh, you guys caught a little fire. Ended up uh, in the championship game of the Sunbelt Tournament. Uh, you had to be pleased with the way the way the season kind of uh, took a turn there in the tournament.
3: Yeah, we stayed the course and uh, had some rough sailing in the middle of the conference season. Lost a couple of home games and we're not used to losing in different ways. Uh, missing free throws, bad decisions, bad call, uh, overtime, you name it. Mm-hmm. And we lost some games, but we stayed positive. We kept getting better. Uh, the guys did a great job for us. And then... Going into the tournament, we lose Kobe Julian first six minutes of the Georgia State game, and Greg Williams has been practicing hard all year and got off to a good start. Went through a little bit of a slump during the season. He catches fire for us, and and we thought he could, and made the all tournament team. And uh, Jordan Brown made the all tournament team as well. And we got to the championship. Didn't cut the nets down though, so mm-hmm. we felt a little bit shorted there.
1: When when you uh, think about all the all the things that happened. Over this season I I remember at the beginning of the year we were talking to you and you were excited about what this team had the opportunities that you thought were in front of that team Uh, when you look at it back now do you think you you guys left a little out there or I mean look you ended up in the championship game you may not the journey might not have been the one you expected but you got to where you expected to be
3: yeah we finished uh in the championship game, so Georgia State was picked first and league, we were picked second. It right, was ironic right, yeah. we were in that game, correct? Yeah. Uh, but we knew through the course of the season that, that we let some games get away, and we knew that we could recapture those in Pensacola, and it started off with Arlington. We played really good, George, and we turned played Texas State, and I remember after the game, the questions in the presser were, Coach, you know, you beat a number one seed. And, you know, we felt like we should have beat them both times. We played them during the regular season. So uh, that was satisfying. And then we turned around and beat Troy in the semifinals. And uh, I had some personal issues going on at the time that were were difficult. But uh, we played good Saturday or or Monday night against Georgia State. But they played a little bit better. And they shot the ball extremely well better than they had done. And they knocked us off. So we knew it was a possibility all year, George, that we could, we could do this uh you know our guard play bray Ayus' health was a big factor mm-hmm. uh in our season this year and and uh we just weren't over to overcome some of that when you um talk about just kind of the the ebbs and flows of the season
1: uh, injury wise that seems always to kind of pop up it, 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 you can't really avoid it right i mean that's just part of the part of the fabric of of college sports and or sports in general.
3: It is. We've been very unfortunate, you know, going back to <laughs> yeah. to after the 27 win team, we well, even that year, mm-hmm. you know, the next to the last game, we're playing Arkansas State at home and uh, Jonathan Stove rolls his ankle pretty bad as a high ankle sprain and then Jaquinan and Gant gets sick after the Little Rock game and neither one of those guys, they scored three points between them in the two games we played in New Orleans. So, uh, and then Jakenan wasn't full speed against uh, LSU either. But coming back the next year, we felt like we had a championship team again. And in the last non-conference game, Uh, December 28th, Malik Marchetti tore his ACL uh, after just shooting seven for 11 at at McNeese. And from three, doing a great job for us. And and, uh, we weren't able to, to finish that year the way we needed to either. And it's been one a year at least since then that we've had some unfortunate injuries. But it's part of the game you know next man up and our guys did that this year yeah uh, the talent the talent this year was fun to watch
1: i mean the, this has been the, the i think this past season has been one of my uh favorites since the 0405 season where that, that, was, that was some exciting teams where you got to watch. I mean, you could get there and <laughs> you'd watch the first five minutes or so and you had like four or five dunks. And it was, it was exciting as a, from a fan perspective to watch. And I think there were some of that captured this season. So looking, looking ahead, do you expect that kind of brand of ball next year? Uh, and and how, how are you kind of uh, planning out for next season? We we'll
3: certainly try to play an exciting brand of basketball that we've always done. We played fast. Uh, did a recruiting zoom this afternoon and and talked to a guard about how we play and what we like to do with the basketball and our speed game. So we'll continue to do that. I like the fact that uh, we're exciting and we've got guys that can make athletic plays. And now we just got to take a little bit better care of the ball and cut down on our turnovers. And I think we'll have another run at it next year. When you look at uh, what this what this team has been able to
1: accomplish this season and then over your tenure here I mean you guys have been uh, you're you're the what the leading sunbelt coach uh, most sunbelt wins in, in in the in the league uh, historically and then uh, there you've had a you've had a uh, I guess the the length and success of your your tenure is, is pretty impressive and so do you how do you uh, when you look at that do you go You don't, obviously you don't plan on, like, you don't go, all right, win here, win here, win here. Uh, Like, you just, it just kind of happens, and then you work hard to get it happening, and then all of a sudden you look up, and I guess what I'm getting at is the blinders on the mule type of thing that Coach Robichaux used to always talk about, and you just kind of work, and and then you look up and you go, oh my goodness, uh, this is happening. Is that how it happened for you, I guess, is my question, and uh, do do you, like, I know you, I'm assuming the accolades don't really mean a whole lot, but it's a, it's a, a very impressive talking point.
3: Well, I appreciate it. It's all about uh, longevity. We've done a good job here. We've been very consistent. That's one thing I learned a long time ago in baseball that just you got to be in the mix every day, like Coach Deggs is now with his team. And, mm-hmm. You know, may have to, may drop one, but you can get two or three, get that rubber game like they did against Monroe. Uh, but just continue to look at the next day. You're going to get another opportunity. Uh, when losses start to mount up, then you get a little bit concerned, obviously, because you're not playing good basketball or you'd be able to, to win some of those games probably. But we've had a good, consistent t- uh, time here uh, at, at UL. We've won a lot of games. We continue to win a lot or plan to continue uh, to win a lot more in the future. Sure enough. Don't go
1: away. We're going to have much more with Coach Bob Marlin as uh, we, we talk with the uh, head men's basketball coach here for the Raging Cajuns. We're going to talk a little bit about next season, what, what, we're, expect, what we're expecting next season uh, player-wise. And uh, you know, I know a good freshman guard in high school right now who started on varsity. I'm just saying, I'm just laying it out there. That's my son, guys. I'm sorry. I'm a dad. We'll be back on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. Back with Coach Marlin after this. Welcome back to Inside Cajun in Nation. George Faust here, Bob Marlin over there, the head men's basketball coach for the Raging Cajuns. Coach, thanks for the time again. And as we uh, uh, start our second segment here, uh, let's talk about next season and the excitement level that should be there for the coming year uh, because of uh, the, the, the way the season finished uh, this past season. Are, are, is there? Do you feel like the, the guys on the team returning, coming back, are, are
3: excited about what's, what's in front of them? Oh, there, there's no doubt, George. Mm-hmm. We finished with a lot of momentum and that was a positive for us. Uh, we've got a couple of local products here with Greg Williams, uh, Jalen Dalcourt, uh, and Carter Domain, Joe Charles. So the, all those guys are, are bought in and uh, along with Kentro Garnett, Kobe Julian had surgery. He's out right now from workouts, but uh, Jordan Brown, Isaiah Richards, I like our group. We've got a really good core group coming back. Got a couple all-conference players in Jordan and Kobe. And then Greg made all-tournaments. So, and Jalen played lights out. He was big for us down the stretch, too. The
1: the transfer portal's been an interesting kind of uh, landmine to navigate because it can be useful, and it also, uh, it also, it also could kind of hamper your team a little bit. How do you think that's affected you guys uh, as a staff in, in recruiting and, and getting players here? And,
3: losing players? Well, we've lost a couple that we think we should have gotten and normally would have gotten, but uh, they went to a higher level school and and, uh, they were given a certain dollar amount for nil Mm. so it's become a vetting war among the p5 schools and that's affected us a little bit at this stage
1: yeah and and i guess there's no no real not a whole lot you can do about it because i mean that's the the rules now right so you just kind of have to battle through it
3: yeah i don't think it's good for the game at all Mm. george because you got guys transferring and going to a new program a lot of every coach is having to to coach for one year almost it's like uh, my experience at Pensacola junior college is really good to have a, a one or two years You know each year was different and that's the way it is now because you have so many new people in your locker room uh, and Guys come in with different expectations, you know I did this at the last school. I want to come and be the man at, at your school and there are only so many shots to go around We learned that this year, you know, I tried to play a lot of people early in first first semester and, and uh, Probably wasn't the best thing to do mm-hmm. looking back on it
0: Uh
1: there's so much I want to talk to you about because obviously the final four just ran through new Orleans. And I, for the first time I got to go to a final four as a member of the media. When I was younger, I went to a couple of final fours because they were right there in my backyard in new Orleans. But uh, that was the first time as a member of the media, it was, it was kind of cool to kind of be at, Coach K's last press conference, his last game, things like that. What it, it, You you had a chance to go, I, I'm assuming. I saw, I saw you there. I, I didn't see you there. I saw pictures of you there. Uh, so w- take me through your experience with the Final Four as a coach. Do you get to mingle with other coaches? How does that work?
3: Yeah, we usually go in on, on Thursday afternoon. We didn't get over until Thursday night, about 9 o'clock. But get checked in the hotel. All the coaches stayed at. The Hilton Riverside, uh, so the head coaches in ABC reserves rooms for coaches, and until they fill up, you can get in there. Uh, Meetings, head coaches meeting was Friday morning at 11, and there was a lot of discussion there. The NCAA representatives were there. We talked a lot about uh, recruiting and the portal and things that are going on in our game, Uh, and there's there's a major concern about some of that. And then more meetings in the afternoon uh, dinner went to the pelicans had a party and david griffin and and their staff asked me to come invited me so went to that it was it was nice i got to meet a couple of people including griff i'd never met him uh even though we share the same agent Uh, oh okay (laughs) but uh, but no it was good and then of course going to the game saturday morning i was a part of a breakfast they're the legends of the hardwood breakfast, uh, where they John Wooden, the keys to life. Uh, it's it's a, a really nice event put on by athletes in action, okay. and uh, my wife and I really enjoy going to that. And I was part of a panel uh, for that breakfast where I got up and spoke uh, about brotherhood and about coaches and how we lean on each other. Uh, so that was good, and then. Uh, My wife went to the Coaches vs. Cancer, she's a member of that for the women's group and her her meeting Saturday morning after the breakfast and then took a little power nap and then went to the games and uh, watched Carolina and and Duke go at it, it was exciting. Real, real, a lot of fun. I thought this Final Four was really good, maybe because we haven't had one in a couple of years <laughs> right. with fans, but it was great to see coaches, get back out see people and see the arena full. And then on top of that, New Orleans did a great job as always mm-hmm. as a host. And then the basketball was just dynamite. Yeah. Uh, I thought well, there were some great games and congratulations to Kansas. I remember you texting from Coach K's press conference. <laughs> right. So I could tell you were fired <laughs> up.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it was cool. I, I, I've never been. I have a buddy of mine who works in TV or used to work in TV, and one of his first jobs was in North Carolina. He got to go to a Duke North Carolina game. I was so jealous. I was like, "You got to be kidding me, dude! You just started in the business, you get to go to Duke North Carolina!" And and so I was like, I was like, man, I have to go see Duke North Carolina play. And it just happens that it was Coach K's last game, so uh, it, it was. If he would have won, I would have probably gone on Monday too just to make sure I was there uh, <laughs> for the final game. A um, couple of other things I, I, I want to touch on. Obviously, the NBA playoffs also kind of taking full swing right now, taking center stage. And the Cajuns, Alfred Payton, he's with the Suns. They're playing the Pelicans. Uh, do you get a chance to before the playoffs? Did you talk to Alfred at all? was how, how that? Uh, obviously, he's on a team that's pretty good this year.
3: Yeah, I talked to him at at the end of March. Uh, It was the last time I uh, actually spoke with him. His dad called me and I talked to him maybe two weeks ago. Uh, And we had a long conversation on a Friday night. It was good to catch up with, with Senior, but really proud of Alfred. He's done a great job and he's a consummate pro. Uh, he's with Chris Paul, who he always looked up to, and if you remember, we were trying to get him in the Chris Paul camp, yeah. that year we couldn't get him in, I sent him to USA Basketball, <laughs> and he wins a, you know, a gold medal with U-19 yeah. in Prague, so it kinda set the tone to get him drafted, and, uh, but he's, he started for his first maybe six years in the league, and then uh, a couple different teams, and now he's back with the Suns, and he's not getting to play a lot, but right. uh, he's, he's gonna get a playoff share, yeah. and uh probably a good one cuz they got a really good team.
1: Yeah, they they looked pretty good the other night and they'll play again uh uh coming up here shortly. So, um a couple of other things Cajun wise with regard you get to uh, it was announced earlier or this this off season, you're coming back for your final season uh, or, uh, in your contract. Uh are you excited with regards to the uh the the level of of, of what you're what you're going to do this coming year. I mean, uh, I'm sure there's some, uh, um, excitement with, with regards to the, 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 f- the final push of that season. And maybe we'll, we'll, get you here for a little bit longer too.
3: Yeah, we've got, <laughs> uh, we've got big plans for this year. We've mm-hmm. got a good team coming back, good nucleus. And, uh, yeah, I think that was blown out of proportion a little bit. I was not uh, told that was going to come out like that, to mm. be honest. And, uh, it's, um A a contract year for me, but it's not my final year. I plan on coaching for a while. Gotcha, gotcha. uh, Looking forward to this year. And I think, uh, you know, with Jordan Brown uh, back in the middle, I think we've got a guy that can really score the ball. I look for him to have a breakout year. And then I look for Greg and Jalen and Joe and Carter, all the other guys that were on the team, to step up their game as well. We're going to add a couple of players. We have added two from Texas, one from Plano, one from Houston. Uh, Both can really score the ball. And we'll probably wind up taking another guard or two. Good stuff, Coach. Anything else you wanted to add? No, it's good to be back and been yeah. been over to see you in a while. Yeah, so yeah. Thanks for the invite.
1: It, it, it's been a, it a lot of Zoom. Uh, I've done it a couple times with uh, Zoom, yes. but uh, in person is a lot of a lot better. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Coach. Really appreciate it. No, appreciate you, George. Thanks. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Inside Cajun Nation for Coach Bob Marlin. I'm George Faust. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.